welcome back to another Hollywood Cole and Clearfire video game experience, the H&K video game experience. I'm Hollywood Cole, the gentleman gamer here with Clearfire, bad gamer dad. What's up, bad gamer dad, Clearfire? What's going on, man? I'm just doing the bad gaming and trying to be a dad at the same time. <laughs> Is that where you got your name from? Bad gamer dad? Well, yeah, you got to give yourself your own moniker, just like you did the gentleman gamer. Oh, man, yeah, I'm just very gentlemanly, <laughs> man. It's the... Uh, so, are you playing games with your kid and stuff? Are you going to record that, stream that? What was the thing with that? You're going to have the, your kid interrupting so you and stuff. So, basically, just, like- just the whole thing behind that was is the fact that you know you always give me a hard time about gaming and whatnot, and so I was just like, well, then I'm the bad gamer dad because I don't always I'm not the 100% best gamer ever. I make tons of mistakes and silly mistakes, and so I'm I'm bad gamer, but I'm also a dad. So that's just kind of how I put it together. And two, I do hope to, when I get my son to a point to be able to play video games on a regular, get him to play video games. And then, of course, maybe one day get us recording stuff, too. Okay, cool. Well, we also have our fan favorite guest, Coastal Minority. What's up, dude? What's going on, fellas? This is Coastal Minority. I got that name randomly. Way better than my last random name, Spam Javelin, which is not rated pg-13 so we're sticking to coastal well your moniker can be coastal minority the uh our marvel comic expert or something like that no not comic you know what I'm saying? the long-winded cheeseburger that's yeah. what he's gonna be if, the long-winded remember, cheeseburger the, the avengers podcast was pretty good that was a There's good a one pretty pretty so uh, but anyway so we are going to have another uh fan favorite today the uh, fan versus hater. We have not done this in a long time, and uh, it's one of my favorite ones to do. And we need to do more of them because they're always fun topics. And, and we're going to talk about mobile games or cell phone games. I'm going to be a hater, and uh, Coastal is going to be the fan and clear. What, where's your stance right at, right as of right now? I'm just a pot stirrer. That's all I'm gonna okay. do is stir the pot. Now I'm I'm kind of neutral because I'm not you know I, I play I play I've played a little bit of mobile and I've enjoyed a little bit of mobile, but then again too, I, I have this like I, I feel so dirty after playing a mobile game. Why? Feeling? <laughs> I, I just feel so dirty. I feel like I betrayed just everything. It's just a conscience. Played it, played no, it. but then I pick it up again and play it anyway. <clears throat> so. On these fan versus haters, what we're doing here, we're not really going to necessarily find a winner of, uh, you know, who's the, who won, the fan or the hater. It's really just presenting our points and let you guys decide, and that's what we're going to do here. Guys, today, before we get started into our podcast, I'd like to announce our sponsor for the podcast today. It's Horror Movie Talk. Go check them out on any of your podcast playing apps and give them a listen. We'll be playing a trailer here in our episode here shortly for you as well. From Mike Flanagan, Midnight Mass tells the tale of a small, isolated island community whose existing divisions are amplified by the return of a disgraced young man and the arrival of a charismatic priest. Coming September 24th, Horror Movie Talk presents the Midnight Mass After Show. We'll break down each episode of this seven-part series with a companion After Show episode. So subscribe to Horror Movie Talk on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform today. All right, so let's talk a little bit about some 
mobile gaming. So if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, you know that the mobile gaming is uh, not a big fan. We're not a big fan of mobile gaming. We think it's bad for the culture of video games, and there's multiple reasons why. Obviously, they're convenient and whatnot, and I don't want to step on Coastal's toes about why we think it's good or bad, but I'm just going to start off with the easy one. My point is that I, the reason I do not like mobile games is just simply because they hold lack. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's, let's back this up a little bit. Let's back this oh, up. Oh, I got something else to say, you should, too. You, you shouldn't be interviewing yourself on those questions. So let's roll it back a little bit. And since I'm playing the neutral party here, and I'm kind of the neutral middle ground anyway since I do pl- I have played mobile games, but yet I do feel dirty after playing them. I can take that lead on, on on asking some questions. So, so before we start this fan versus hater clear, and you can do you know you're doing all the questions and stuff since you're the neutral party. But do you guys know what's going on with the switch? Did you hear the news? Oh yes, Chris I'm very Pratt excited about the news. Very excited. What? I, uh, he said something about Mario. That's all. Yeah, he said. You say he don't know nothing about this. Mario. Y'all go ahead. Uh oh. <laughs> are we having a are we having a lapse again like we did with yeah, uh swing with uh swing and thunder the other week? Alright, so what what do you guys know about this switch coming out? What do y'all know about this switch? So are you switch talking update. about the switch that's coming out or what's no, no, coming no, 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 to no. the switch? What's coming to switch. There you go. What's coming to switch because there is a switch O L E D coming out, but what's coming to switch are N sixty four games. Ooh. They're releasing them. They've announced awesome. them. I don't have the list of all of them, but I know that Zelda: A Link to the Past, not A Link to the Past, Zelda: Ocarina of Time was on that one. The um, Super Mario sixty four, and those were the two I can remember right off the top of my head from seeing the list. Real quick. Well, yep, sure. Mario and Zelda, and then we got Star Fox. We got the Yoshi Story. We have Wind Back. We have another Sin versus Punishment type of game. It looks sick. Um, and also, Sega games are coming. Sega Genesis games. Yep. If you got a Sega Mini, you pretty much have all the games. But I think it's going to be a little bit more expensive and so on. Mario sixty four, Mario Kart sixty four is on there. Oh man, it's going to be great. If you can play so it online, you, it'll be really good. So, what are you saying is a little more expensive? Oh, the the membership. Yep, you got to get an expansion pass for your members online membership. Those oh, prices so will be announced. So they're charging yep. you extra for it. Oh, look at That'll that. That'll be out at the end of October, and they're going to charge a little bit extra. We don't know the price yet, but and they're going to start keep releasing games for it as it, you know, as the months go on. And so, um, you know, I feel very excited about it. But at the end of the day, you know, we got the Nintendo and the Super Nintendo that we were excited about, and I hardly ever play that. So. Yeah. I'm thinking about getting it, and uh, just for the N64 <clears> games, because really no other way to play them. Uh, I mean, there's other ways to play them, of course, but you know, without getting some kind of adapter to upgrade to HD, it's hard to play. Not there's not a lot of good emulators. I've never even found one for N64 that works worth a flip. But so that'll be cool. Until Hyper can release their N64 clone, if they ever do, no, no other news <laughs> on that. But uh, but anyway, that's uh, that's coming out, and I was excited about it. And I just saw it like right before we got on this podcast. Yeah, so I, I saw it earlier it. today, but I, I I didn't catch the uh, expansion pass piece of it, and, and I'm kind of 
I'm kind of torn on it, but I kind of get it too. Because right now, you only pay $20 a year for Nintendo Online. And that comes with all of the Nintendo and Super Nintendo games that they've released so far. So... I'd like to see what their price jumps to with this edition because I'm assuming they probably are going to do expansion pass maybe even for the N64 and Sega separately or is it going to be an expansion pass that covers both of them? You know, because the article I just pulled up, there's no real details there. It says stay tuned for more details about membership benefits, pricing, and launch date. Yeah, the way that they presented it, though, it said Super Nintendo and NES online, then it had a plus expansion pass. So it's like it was only one other item. So that's where I'm getting that from. Uh, but they, you know, Nintendo 64 and Sega. And man, if they have another freaking Sega Classic, Sega Mini with this lineup of games on it, it's the same. It's just everybody's passing us around on a different platform. It's the same games everywhere. You're just like, dude, y'all add some different Sega games, you know? But. You know, whatever. We're gonna get those same ones. If you got it on, if you've ever played a PlayStation Two Sega Classics, you've played all these games. But uh, same way for 360 version, and the same yeah. way for Sega Mini. So you said we said that in a Sega Mini uh, review or whatever. I think we did one. We were talking about it at we some point. But anyway, out. all right. So that's the only news I got. I just had to say that because I thought it was pretty cool. No, it's good news. Uh, it's good. It's good. It's really good news. I mean, I, I'm considering getting my son a switch for christmas and so this might be a good thing to have because i know that they actually have a family pass as well and so all right cool yeah i got the family pass but uh and i don't remember how much it is or whatever it's not anything crazy i think it's like ten dollars more thirty dollars that's what i like about the nintendo online stuff it's 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 just like not even it's less than half the price of all the online stuff for xbox and um playstation so yeah, so, all right, cool. Now, you want to get into this? Now, let's get into the fun stuff. Our classics are our classic style of fan versus hater, where we have on the fan side, Coastal Minority representing mobile gaming, and we have Hollywood Cole representing anti-mobile gaming. So we're going to start this off by asking just the good old general question of what's your thoughts and opinions on mobile gaming? How do you feel about it? And how does it affect gaming in general? Hollywood, I'm going to throw it to you first. All right. Well, um, I don't like it. I'll tell you that. I do not like it at all. I do play it. I play solitaire. I play little chess um, puzzle games where you got to get like checkmate in two spots. Or I play um, a crossword puzzle or something like that. Very minimal do play, little bar games. Do you play any games. of those games with um, people, with other people? That would be the... I think the Solitaire, that is a, you actually win money on the Solitaire game and it's free. It's actually pretty cool. I do like that. But it's Solitaire. And I don't have a problem with mobile gaming as just existing. But what... I'll get into more details about it why, but just my general open to your uh to your question there <clears throat> is that i feel like it just takes away from the overall it, it, it does and it's not take away yet we don't tell that far yet but it does not provide an in-depth experience like console gaming uh does and that's what i consider gaming is the in-depth experiences that you are able to uh, share whether you're playing a single player game or multiplayer experiences and that's that for now 
All right. So, Coastal, I'm going to throw it over to you. Same question. And just, I'd say, avoid trying to, like, shut down anything of what Hollywood just said. Oh, we'll I'm do not that gonna, here in a minute. No, I'm not going to shut down anything. First of all, can y'all hear me okay? Because my Yeah, we hear you good. Okay. No, I, I'm not going to shut, shut down Marcus. I feel like Marcus may have been tainted by some bad experiences. Hey, 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 it's Hollywood. Hollywood. <sighs> it's it's Hollywood. Excuse <laughs> me. Uh, Marcus is his uh, side chick name. I don't I know who him. you're talking to here. I'm sorry. I, I, uh, <laughs> uh, the, everything, uh, y'all, I, it's just been, it's just malarkey right now. It's been so long. Man. Uh, it's, it's just been, been so long. long. My episode. etiquette is just terrible. I can't even remember my brother's own, uh, gamer tag. So, um, I always grew up on console. Obviously mobile gaming didn't come along till really the internet for the most part in games, but you got to think about this, you know, as far back as, a, as, as, as everybody's favorite phone that never ran out of battery or lost service, those old Nokia's everybody played snake. Would you consider that a mobile game? I think so. Did you have a, I'd consider it a mobile game. Did you have Blackberry and play ball breaker while you're sitting at a hunt, uh, deer stand with weed dock for two hours under a tree? Yes. So I would consider that a good time. And, uh, uh, you know, I consider that ball, ball breaker uh, a mobile game. Um, so I've, I've played mobile games since they've come out. Um, and uh, it may help a lot with my ADHD, with my needingness to have something to do in my hand. Um, but ever since I've had a cell phone, I've always, always had a mobile game. Um, you know, so I guess it's the same thing. Y'all's last podcast talked a lot about nostalgia and, uh, you know, it's not necessarily nostalgia is why I like mobile games. It's 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 actually the situation I'm living in that's made me had to play them for my own sanity, which turned out to become a booming community that has been built from that for several mobile games and several really good friends out of it. The community aspect of mobile gaming is huge. And if we look at it, I know that... We're all in 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 the United States, and and we have a lot of uh, HNK has a lot of subscribers and listeners from the United States. But you guys also have a lot of people international. And console gaming ain't the same outside of the U.S. and Europe as it is uh, here. Mobile gaming for for certain Asian countries, India, South America, that is their only way they can really play and stream with enough internet that they have. You know. Um, so for say, you know, I'm not, you can hate or love anything you want, but from my experience, what grew into a necessity or a a boredom from, or something new for having a game in your hand that wasn't a a game, you know, uh, game board or anything that grew over the years and evolved. Um, it's, I've always been a fan because it's always been in my life and especially the last couple of years, I've, I've really needed it, uh, you know as far as is, is playing anything goes, um, as far as connecting with other people, let me say that because when uh, I was living in a different state with a much better internet situation, I didn't play mobile games a lot. I played with, with Hollywood and, and Rev and coach RX and, and, you know, we dot and we would play together and that was my community and people are really new in, in the, the family that I had to play with. You know, game is always a big part of my life. Um, so when that was taken away from me, uh, moving back home until the internet gets situated, 
um, you know, I have to be a fan. And what grew out of necessity is growing to be more of a love for certain games, not all of them, but all in all, community building, um, relationship building, and 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 the ability to play it on the go, or if you're in different situations, has made me become a fan of mobile games. I'm telling you guys, he's so living up to the nickname, the long-winded cheeseburger. So I love that explanation. Great. You touch on something that I do want to kind of piggyback off of and grow from is you're talking about Game Boys. You mentioned Game Boys and things like that. So when you're looking at mobile gaming, do you look at Game Boy as kind of the catalyst or the growth of mobile gaming, the start, the end? It, and, if it know, was the, the first one of mobile gaming, y'all know more than uh, me. mobile gaming, or do you, or do you just look at it as another console? Because I know some people do look at it and consider it a console, uh, or do you consider it mobile gaming? If it was, if it was the first it's one, not mobile gaming. If it was the first one to come out like that, that was handheld. I mean, I would, I would say, I'm sure that's where they they got the ideas. Obviously, it grew, grew from there, but I don't know as much history as you guys on consoles but most everybody i knew that playing game boy never took it outside their house if i'm honest with you you know <laughs> and he's got a valid one of these consoles there. i know a lot of people that never took their game boy away from their house hollywood one what of do these, you think about game boy one and of these consoles one of these consoles you buy to play games the other one you buy for youtube and for navigation <laughs> and for talking on it and for texting and games are a byproduct and this is all part of my point that we're going to get at later but you, but games are solely developed for these mobile consoles. Uh, not nobody really buys a phone to say, oh, "I want to play the next games that are coming That's out on this phone." That's not true. Not the not same. Not true. I know there's one or two people, but in general, I, nobody goes and says, "Which smartphone do I want? Nope. Which one has this game?" I guarantee. Okay, I think this is where, I think this is where Hollywood is a little out of touch on things. He, because he is what very he out of touch. Know. He's very <laughs> out of touch. <laughs> Of, of mobile hang on, games, hang on, hang on, but hang on, hang on, hang on, okay. hang on, hang on. Before you go, hang on, hang on. So yeah, when you're talking here. about technology that's not bought for the purpose <clears throat> of gaming, then how do you explain the ROG line of cell phones that have been created for the sole purpose of mobile gaming, and they sell ridiculous amounts of those? Hollywood, explain. All right, now I'm glad you asked that. Clear. <laughs> so what's it called? ROG gaming. It's gaming the ROG. PC. I forget exactly the name of the phone, but they I have see, an ROG, ROG gaming they laptop. ROG gaming PC. So they made up. Now they're making a phone now for this. Okay. They've had the phone ROG now. Actually, this gaming is what is uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Coastal. It, like they're on, they're on the third generation of the ROG phones. Two or three. Um, you know, uh, they're somewhere right in there. Well, no, no, yeah, well, some of those those phones you never heard of. Like I said, the international community. They buy those phones for gaming, period, to stream on and to just play those games, 100%. I'll, All right. Well, I got two, two points. I'm trying to find the statistic. Uh, regardless of if there's a cell phone playing game, you know, uh, it still does not. So I got other points I'm trying to get at here that I will get at, but I don't want to jump the gun here. But I I don't know what the ratio is to ROG cell phones versus regular cell phones, but I'd be willing to bet it's probably 10 to 1, at least, that normal cell phones are sold over ROG. Oh, yeah. So 10% of the people, well, then that's what I'm talking about. The vast, I know there's people that go buy 
a phone for the game. I'm not saying they don't exist, but I'm saying your average person who buys a Game Boy to go call somebody or to print off for that Game Boy printer. You know what I'm saying? Somebody bought the Game Boy for the Game Boy printer back in the day, but that wasn't what sold. That's not what you validate Game Boy. You don't say Game Boy exists so you can print off. You say Game Boy exists to play Game Boy games, just like you say cell phones exist to talk. However, a byproduct of the Game Boy is the printer. Byproduct of the phone <laughs> is the games. But I will say you did make the comment that nobody buys a cell phone to play games on. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That is a general statement. Obviously, people do. There's somebody that does that. There's somebody that bought a cell phone to take a picture of their let, bare let, naked. Let me let, let's but rephrase I don't say that. that people buy don't buy oh, it. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's all kind of I, random stuff. I think you that should. People do I think that for. you should rephrase it. Question asking. He's saying nobody buys a mobile phone to play mobile games specifically, but you have manufacturers right. who are making phones specifically for gaming and nothing else. Right. So Those there is a market for that, or they wouldn't themselves. have spent no money doing that. Oh, there's a huge market for it, and thus it'll, therein lies my hatred for mobile games that we'll get into. You um, better come with more think, than pay to think, play, think, because there's so, a anyway. Well, yeah, we're going to get into all that. That's obviously so I think, the, I think the what we need to do at this thing. point now, instead of arguing the devices, because we can definitely argue that all day long, because depending on what market you look at, whether you're looking at the international market or just the U.S. market, you have an argument for both sides. I agree with Hollywood to some of his points. <clears> I do agree with you, Coastal, on some of your points, because, you know, being a tech guy, I do keep up with that. And, of course, you know, always building computers like I have this one beside me. Depending on where I get my stuff from, it's depending on what it's going to look like. You would, so let me say let's, one thing. Let's get to the let's get to the point of defining defining what we consider a mobile game because that is a defining point that we need to square away because we're talking about devices that can play games. Well, I've got a cell phone that can play Xbox Games Pass anywhere. I even got a little controller adapter for it. Is that mobile games at that point? Or is it just me taking advantage of the technology? So, Hollywood, I want to throw it to you. And the question is, is what do you It's a game designed. Hang on, hang on. I'm going to throw it to you, and I'm going to ask you the question of, what do you consider an actual mobile game? A game designed to play on mobile phones. Period. Okay. Coastal, same question to you. What do you consider a mobile game? The same. I think it's the same. Okay. So we have all so so the consensus between the two of you is a mobile game is a game that's designed to be played on the cell phone. So that now narrows our window of what we're looking at. So Coastal, since you are the expert of mobile games, why don't you take a minute to explain one of the mobile games that you're playing that is a pretty much mobile only, you could only play it on your cell phone type game. Well, well, the, the first thing is... In the, <laughs> that there's curveball at him. No, it's not. Well, I, I play three major games. The first one is uh, Call of Duty Mobile. Oh, did I strike a nerve? It's it's exactly a mobile game. It has nothing to do with the other game. Um, that is... that They probably have as many players on that as they do Warzone on console. Um, there's two other games I play because I'm really into cars and racing. One of them's called Door Slammers 2 which there's been previous entities of door slammers, um, which is you could play career by yourself. You build your drag card. You tune it specifically. It's a lot. It's in-depth tuning. 
You can race with anybody. You can race in tournaments. They give away gold and dollars on the game. Um, another one that had just come out a few months ago that is very popular. It's tied in with mainstream. It's tied in with 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 TV stars. It's promoted by TV stars. Real cars are in the game from Street Outlaws. Um, is No Limits Two drag racing? Um, I'd say that's the one I play the most. Um, I have a uh, Tips and Tune page on Facebook that has just hit thirty thousand members. Um, that's not even the biggest page for this game. It's what you make out of it. It's the same thing as any game. You'd much rather play with people you know or teams or, or, or you know, somebody you can talk to to play a game with than playing Warzone or Battle Royale by yourself. Same thing goes with this. There's a community around every one of these big games. And uh, so those are the three I'm playing the most of. Okay. So you had you, you, you – as you've talked about mobile games, Coastal, you've had this really, I think it's a good point of what the games have bring, brought to you, and that's community and access. Hollywood, I want to throw this question to you. Do you think that you would ever venture into mobile gaming if the necessity came about and you had no internet other than your cell phone and that was the only way that you could get gaming? And we all know that you use gaming as a way to unwind. Would you ever go toward mobile gaming in that instance? I do it all the time. I play, uh, like I said, crosswords. I play, uh, what was that other game? I play solitaire, but I try to win money. So that's cool. That's a game you can win money on solitaire. It's really awesome. I'm telling you. You can win but I think, club but I solitaire. Think, but I think, you need to check it out. I will say this, Coastal. I did get on your game, uh, No Limit. Uh, is that No Limit, the the racing game? Is, what I, is it No Limit or am I thinking Master No, P? you're right. No called? Limit 2. No Limit No Limit. Uh, <clears throat> no Limit 2. And I'll be honest with you, it did almost change my it did change my perception a little bit because they did do that game right in the terms of some of the stuff that I hate about mobile gaming they didn't include which is microtransactions which we'll get, I'm sure that's going to come in, into play yep. here in a little bit and ads they did a really good job with that and that is an in-depth mobile game more so than than not uh, than others and I, I, I played that one that you turned me on to so I did like that one I don't play it anymore it didn't have the depth for me. I don't know what I'm doing for one. I mean, you got to tune these cars. It's super in depth with these tunes, and that's what you. That's what we'll talk about at some yeah. point. But um, I get that, and that is an in depth game. It didn't offer. I mean, there's no story. There's no. But anyway, it just didn't offer really an experience. If I did not, the answer to your question clear. If I didn't have video games, uh, or if I'm in a place where I don't have video games, I'm usually reading to, to kind of escape or relax or. Uh, sometimes I'm watching movies. Uh, movies hadn't been as good, but I do get on cell phone games to to goof off. But I'm not expecting to see a super in depth, like you know, really build my character up type let, of game. Yeah, let, let me Go explain ahead. myself a little bit more about why I play these specific games. I'm a very yeah. competitive person. You're not going to be competitive on Angry Birds or Snake, okay? So maybe I should have rephrased that by Solitaire. saying. I play competitive mobile games. However, No Limits is not competitive if you don't have anybody that you know to race against. There's a whole community. And I'm sure that's a whole other podcast I think we were going to do at some yeah. point maybe. And I'll, and I'll leave yeah, it Yeah, and that. I'll clarify my position too. I've only played a single player. I didn't. Well, I did get on there and race some dude that blew the doors off my car. Well, like, 
because you didn't because you didn't have a team and you don't know how many pages there are for shootouts where the de- the developers are sending out codes for for money for the game and gold for the game where you don't have to pay for anything. Same with door slammers. You literally yeah. don't have to. All you gotta do is set up a free card and win, and you start winning gold, and you don't have to spend a dollar of your money. Same thing with Call of Duty Mobile. And they don't I like those ads. developers, man. I like those developers for those card so, games, just so, based on so, what you said. So, but I still don't like yeah, mobile games. Yeah, you're saying that. So, so you just you just said something that I don't know. I, I guess I, I'm not gonna say contradicts because it's not really the right term, but just is kind of in opposition of what you what your main theme was because mo- most of your main theme was the community that surrounds these I haven't even got to my main theme, theme brother my main and theme is this right here my main thing hang on hang is on that, hang on, no, hang on. You, you're trying to change it i'm not trying to change it you're Go not ahead. letting me fit not, not let me finish the, not my main thing by any there. means so so what what your coaster your main thing has been is that community that surrounds it and i think you're playing it more for that so so much because Think about the games that you play when you play online. And you brought this fact up too, and I just want to point this out. When you were playing games and you had network to play it, what games were you playing? The games that you can play with your buddies. You weren't playing the single players. You weren't always in those. You are playing the games with your buddies. I, I do get that you're competitive. I've seen it hands down. You are a very competitive person. Heard the stories. I've seen it firsthand. But I really think it's more the community drive because – you even said it yourself you don't have that outreach you're not able to get to your buddies and so you reached out through mobile gaming oh well yeah and but i know that's probably going into a depth hold, thing hold there on. Let, but let, let me ref, let me rephrase that's one, just my point let me rephrase one more time i am on a competitive team a competitive <laughs> community with other teams that are in a competitive community or else it wouldn't be near as fun as it is playing by yourself and, and it makes I, it I fun like, yes but exactly Okay, you're right. But once again, when you're playing the games online with everybody, you're playing the competitive games again. Oh, online? Oh, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, see, he's playing the video games. So, all right, so now, Hollywood, I'll throw it to you to let you say what you were about to say before I had to, before I was getting that out. All right, so my main point is this, man. Oh, my gosh. 72% of all 2020 mobile revenue generated in games... $81 billion. Okay, that's what I'm just looking up here. For, according to gamesindustry.biz, $81 billion. All right. This industry has produced more copycat flapper candy crushes than I can think of, not in depth, because they make an ads. These ads are out there. They don't even represent the game that you're clicking on, and it's mindless. And, you know, some of these games you play, Every, you know, where you got to run through a stage or whatever, you're just a running game. That's just kind of addicting to get you to hook on there and watch the ad after you finish that stage, then watch another ad after you finish that stage, then watch another ad. Generating revenue after revenue after revenue after revenue, right? Not in depth. This is terrible for gaming. Now, what I say about you, uh, Coastal, with your game, with the doors, uh, not, I didn't play Door Slammers, but No Limit, those developers actually seem to care about their game. And so I'm not hating on that. I don't think they fall into that mold that I just stated. Uh, but the, um, the, what scares me is when you have Blizzard, we finally get Diablo four coming out. 
But what did they do between Diablo 3 and Diablo 4? It chases away all of these great developers that are going to make these AAA blockbusters, these great games, spending time to really churn out a great game that's going to sell. And it lures them into this, you know, they get just siren songed into this cell phone community because they want a piece of that 87 billion or whatever I just said, pie. So you're taken away from all these solid developers in order to go get this money. And that and the microtransactions so that, and all that you're shaking your head that, like that's that not true. You, I did it happen with Blizzard, Activision. I didn't make that up. I know, they but that, how? I mean, I don't understand how that sliver of the entire thing of mobile gaming would make you a hater because you're afraid it's going to take the developers away from uh, from AAA. Of course it does. They're, no, they are in the business to make money, and so they still make AAA titles. So I'm not saying so. For me, clarify because y'all take my absolutes. I'm not saying every game developer in the world is going to start making mobile games. But if you're on the fence, you're going to go to the money, right? That's business. So so let me let me piggyback off that for you, Hollywood, because I think this is going to be an example that kind of benefits you. Take Square Enix, for example. They took how long to make the remake of Final Fantasy VII? And how yeah, like many forever. of their Final Fantasy games did they remake in that time frame for the mobile platform. It took them because it, it takes development time to convert things into the mobile platform. You got Final Fantasy what one through six at minimum that that you can get on a mobile platform. Now I played several of them on there because I got them for free. You know, of course they are the full Final Fantasies, but it's now created on a mobile platform, and it took that developer that X amount of time away from developing the Final Fantasy VII Remake. So, Hollywood, I think you do have a valid point because there's there's money to be made. And when you're looking at the fact that right now a lot of gaming is not making the money that it used to make, but mobile gaming is like the major cash cow right now. I mean, I, I kind of, uh, unfortunately, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, because I'll have to side a little bit with Hollywood on there for the fact, because I well, do see his point of where mobile games can pull. It's certainly going to pull. When I, you see Nintendo going there for Mario Run, I mean, that was, you know, their first little. They uh, had a Mario Kart. Well, they have a Mario Kart on. Mario on Kart. They have Pokemon Go. I mean, and there's room for both. I get it. But these small developers that are just up and coming, these independent developers, you know, where are they going to make a game for? I mean, Coastal, even your guys, the developers that do Load Limit, what was their, I know they've been asked to make a console game. Why did they decide they can't make a console game? Because, well, they've answered this before. Um, yeah, what was their answer? Because of their size uh, right. and, and how much it would cost to make uh, characters and other things, they just don't want to take that route. I think you, you guys are, are mixing up real games that you're attached to with, with completely standalone cons, uh, mobile games that have nothing to do with AAA or or big studios. I mean, not, not, no, not, not up-and-coming developers is what I'm talking about. Well, up and, Just like the ones you're talking about. Well, yeah. I mean, it, yes, Square Software and Nintendo, there's room for both, right? They did both, yeah, but I, you did take it away. But, but a brand-new up-and-coming developer, like if you're going to start a video game company, what where do you want to go start? Do you want to stay make for PlayStation or do you want to make one for a mobile game? So, and if so you make it for a mobile me, game, you're going to make you're not going to have you know as an in depth experience. It's more about the money. There's all these traps and tricks, and they do this on purpose. This is how they make the money. It's free game, 
and you know so on and so forth. So anyway, I kind of made my so, point already. So Coastal, let me ask you this question since you, you you made this statement. So you say that you think that we're kind of mixing up like games that we hold dear to us, which I mean, we we've talked about how sometimes you know we can have that bias. But tell us and explain to us what you mean by that so we can get an understanding of kind of what you are thinking we're saying. I understand both sides. I think, uh, you know, Hollywood has has done the candy crushes and the mindless things to take up time. And and that is completely a cash grab. Um, On a side note, Huff2188 is almost level. He's probably level 5,000 by now. He's played Candy Crush for so long that they've sent him stuff in the mail. Uh, <laughs> just wanted to let you know. And do you know why he's played mobile games it. for that long? Because he's had to. Because he's been on a rig. Yeah. And there's nothing else to do out there at the time until hotspots and everything else have developed. Our our boredom super, or was way before technology's time to get us to hotspot PlayStations everywhere. You guys, not you guys, Marcus... Um, I see Marcus's point. He wants the up-and-coming developers and the developing studios that he's already familiar with and whether it's a game that they make a mobile version of or a new game from that studio. It's, it's taking time. It's, it's, it's microtransactions, and it's taking time from the development studio. But you, you've got to understand that um, I, I see that, and I get it. I don't want a watered-down version of okay for example watered down version of call of duty call of duty mobile in itself is a totally different game from warzone and regular call of duty it is it is its own thing it can't be called call of duty it has to be call of duty mobile 70 million plus people thousands are streaming it you know it is its own it is not trying to be anything else um and, and I don't think it's fair to the developers that have a history with with mobile gaming or I mean you saw you played no limits and and and, and uh you know San, uh clear I know you haven't yet but it is a beautiful I played something similar I I played CSR2 for oh, a while man. and it, I really enjoyed it I used to do all the tuning and everything so I've played I've played games that yeah, are similar to that it is I a, get your point it is a it is a beautiful game okay and it's a beautiful community and a big one. And it's an in-depth game. It's not a cash grab. I mean, it's just not. You can you can pay or not. It don't matter to them. It doesn't affect your. Right. It's not. I don't think it is. So 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 oh. I think you 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 stick to your guns on the parts that that are all negative to you, and and that what makes you a hater in today's conversation. But I do agree with your points too. But I also see. There's so many benefits and pluses of people that are developing games strictly for mobile for people like me. Because as, as sad as it is that I have to do this, it's even more sad that it's 2021 and I cannot <laughs> in central Mississippi get a stable internet connection here. I, I don't understand it. We have all of the infrastructure, we're spending all our money on other things. And when COVID hit, that was a real shocker and an eye-opener to how you cannot be connected to this world good. if you. And I hate to say it, but you, you can't. So you can't do the things you're – I was used to living in, in Louisville, Kentucky, or living in 
Ocean Springs, Mississippi, where it's a, it's a bigger thing. You've got you've got millions of people that are in rural areas like me that also uh, play or used to play 64 and PlayStation people my age. I won't name them, but y'all know some of them. We all live in the same community. And guess what? We all are playing our, you know, modded PlayStation minis. Let me, you know, it, 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 let me ask you this though, real quick, so, man, I, on, I, well, you, I got, on that point. We, so you got the PlayStation mini, right? And we're talking about this. And this is kind of our whole way that we do business here at H and K. So if those, you won't have a PlayStation mini 40 years from now, not, not a PlayStation mini, but you won't have a PlayStation four, you know, you might, but if, the, but if the, if the, everybody kind of starts going mobile, right. And I'm, I mean, you know, I know I'm being like, you know, conspiracy theorist or like a over over the topper here so to speak but like if everybody started to go on mobile i mean those games are gone once you're once they decide to stop supporting it you won't have those to fall back on those traditional like back nintendo playstation that were solely solely physical copy no digital you didn't have to connect online to play because the developers had no other choice right so now they do have a choice and if they go toward the money those games are going away and that's what we're trying to keep gaming pure with h and k all together i'll tell you, you i'll tell you i'll tell you what i'll and tell you what wait, wait 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 hollywood, hollywood you hit a perfect point on that and this is what i did want to get to eventually because i do remember when i played csr 2 when i played Marvel Strike Force, which was which is a big game. There's a huge, huge community there. I mean, I've got about four different Discord channels that I'm still in for that, and people that do the same thing that they do for Destiny Two on there. It's insane. Hollywood, you bring up a great point. When people move away from games that are online only games, which Coastal, the games that you're playing on your mobile or online only games because if they cut the internet to those servers you can't play them anymore okay because you have to log into a server to play those and this is where i agree with hollywood about mobile gaming is because if we're trying to keep gaming pure you you lose the physical media you You, actually don't have that you want to talk about pure gaming i can cut off and put an airport mode airport mode and play anything i want tune and do everything i can play a career mode i want guess what i can't do i can't put in my digital my physical copy of the golf club 2k19 cannot if i don't have internet guess what cannot play it cannot play it the only i can't even access my profile the only thing i can play is a demo with like six courses with a made-up guy guess what else i can't do i can't explore the world by myself in the crew too which is why I bought it when I had surgery three years ago. To I can't if I don't have internet connection, I cannot even turn the game off. It goes straight to the right. Ubisoft screen. It says, "This is my digital. This is my physical copy now. My physical copy. Yep. I can't put that this thing. This is where in. we're going, man. I can't put it in. It's not good. And it say, "Oh, <laughs> welcome. Let's play the offline version because there's not one. So don't yep. scream at me about mobile games." Going to take away. No, 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 Listen, you hold on, hold on. Let me finish. You totally. Hold on, let me finish. Go ahead. I get that the servers are there, but at least I can get on and play it in a mode in several modes. I can't even do that with half the games I've had that's been made in the past three or four years. So don't get on to me or to mobile gaming because physical <laughs> copies Nobody's and consoles are doing Nobody's the exact not. same thing. As if, <laughs> if, if you, I can't even have a server to connect to. to they are on. doing it. Huh? Okay, it's I'm, bad. I'm stop, let me let me stop both y'all real quick. 
first of all, Coastal, this is really going to fire you up is because you don't realize what you just argued is the point that we're both trying to make. 100% agree with you on that. And you're trying to make it no. as a hostility point. Yes, yes, yes. When you, you got hostile because our point, because our point, our point is, is the games that require the server, the online connectivity, golf club, destiny. We've said it a thousand times on this podcast. If you truly listen to this podcast, you know our stance. Our stance is keep gaming pure. We want the games that have the physical media that you can play. Anytime that you can pop in there. That's why we love the retro games so much. That's I, why we love Mario. I, I can go pop that cartridge in right now and, and play I, it. I understand period. that, but in Who's the context of fan just... versus hater, we're saying that you're going to pull these developers and, and do all this other stuff towards the... Mobile gaming has nothing to do with keeping stuff pure on as far as physical media it goes. Does. So it does. How? Yeah, and, uh, unfortunately, 100% does. I'm sorry so, I have to argue with that. Let me just say, because I'm making this point. So, yeah, I agree with you. You can't... So what you're saying, too, is that at least on the cell phone, you can go to airplane mode and play single player. You can't even connect on the on the consoles. Yes. We, and we all agree that that's a terrible thing for uh, console gamings. And, and like you said, clear, we've been fighting this fight. That's one of the reasons that we kind of started this whole podcast with Destiny. And that was part of the, the argument. You got to be online. And that's poison to gaming. We don't want that either, man. We don't want that. But uh, so if the, either way that and they're, and they're going why do you think they're doing that because they're collecting data they're able to sell that data they're to sell play information all again for the money uh, and so you know money is part of the business and you know and I can't argue with that I want them to make money they'll keep going but we also how can we make money and protect this gaming culture and that's essentially the whole point of this whole podcast whole point of what I believe in games I mean you can look behind me I got this big collection you like the retro games too, and you've been taking, you've been enjoying them. Uh, Coastal Clears just now starting to get into them again, um, but that it's going to go away with these bad. And I don't want to get us derailed, but it's going to go away with these bad business practices of always online uh, and stuff like that. But uh, again, just to bring it back in, the mobile gaming's the lure uh, there is more now. And I it will is. say this: I want to want to back up. Then just because of the money, the billion dollars is just why I when, say it's more. When I do want to back up for your point, Coastal, uh, real quick, is that you know there are good developers for mobile games, like you said, for that, and, and those those are getting a bad rap because, like you said, if they can only develop for mobile games and they do want to develop an in-depth experience and just got to do it. And I, I feel for them because they got that stain on them as a mobile game. I mean, immediately. If I'm, I mean, you saw at the Blizzard thing when they said uh, Diablo's coming out from mobile, everybody booed, and then the developers were shocked. How do you, you not have a phone? How do y'all not like, but how do you not know that as a developer? You know, and they finally backtracked and said, oh, it's y'all's game too, as much as it is ours, and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, there are good ones out there. I mean, I will say that. There are good developers, like, you know, and I keep seeing the No Limit one. That's the only one I've played that when I did do that, I said, this does not meet the criteria that I'm talking about for a greedy developer or whatever the case. Um, it just didn't offer the extended experience that I was looking for. Cause I'm not a racing fan anyway, but so that's, I just do want to do, I do want to put that out there that I'm not talking about every yeah. single mobile game or developer out there. I'm not either. And that's, that's, and that's my point, but I do want to ask coastal. I do want to ask you this one question. If you did not have the online experience to no limit to, would you still play it as in depth as you play it now? Yes. 
honestly, dead honest, are you dead honest? If you could not race against somebody else, if you could not do any of the stuff that you do online and just solely play it in airplane mode right now, if you could ter- take it right now, from now until the end of time playing that game, could you play it in airplane mode from now on and never play it online? You know why I can? Because I love race cars and tuning those cars on that game. I could spend all day doing it. I don't even have to race anybody. I'm in tested tune most of the time by myself, testing my car, just making it faster for me, beating myself. Because it's 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 hard to, uh, you know, it's hard. I mean, I can't not put it down, especially when I have downtime. I could go on and on about my environment and how, uh, you know, all I'm listening to is Disney Junior. And it's, you know, it's so easy to just pick up my phone and, and just, I mean, I could, it's, I don't need to hear it. You know, I can pu- stop it whenever I want. I could pause it. It don't matter, you know, but it's something I can do to entertain myself besides scrolling mindlessly on Facebook. I can keep my mind active and get as best as I can on that game. You know what I mean? And I, and I give you credit for that. I, I'm glad, I'm glad that you can honestly answer that. Because for most people, it would be tough to answer that honestly, seeing the fact that that games are wrapped up in their communities and online presence. And and if I could play, if I could play Call of Duty mobile offline by myself, I would because I play Call of Duty by myself with bots all the time on my PlayStation 4 to get better or, or test blueprints or try new builds by myself. So whenever that day comes, I have something. So, yes, I can entertain myself very well without an online presence. I've actually been doing that for months with retro gaming, and it's, it's been great to play some of these games for the first time. I don't, I just, I love being competitive. I love winning against other people, and I love winning with my friends. You know, that's just a big part of who I am, but I don't need, like, I don't, I can do without it if I had to and just play me, myself, and I. So Coastal kind of vaguely touched on this, and, and I'm going to kind of use a play on your name of Coastal Minority. Coastal is in the minority of the fact that he can play the game and actually enjoy it, but what he did mention is is it's a game that he can play when he needs something to just round things out, to just a kid sitting there playing in front of him, watching some crazy Disney mu- music video thing, whatever, and he's using it to drown it out. That's the thing that is probably the scariest about mobile gaming is the fact that it takes you away from other things that might have to take priority. And I'm not saying that you do this at all because I'm not gotcha. saying that you do this at all. Just saying that the accessibility of it is what the game designers are looking at. It's something that you don't ever put down. How many times do you take your phone with you to bed and you lay it on your nightstand and then you pick it up in the morning? It's right there on you all the time. That's some of the scary things about it that scares me about mobile gaming taking away from what pure gaming really is in our mindset here pure, in HK. Pure gaming is on hold for me right now. I cannot put my headphones in and turn on, you know and play online or, or turn on and play a whole thing of, uh, you know, a whole sitting a Zelda or, or hours. I cannot do that with two kids. I have to, I have to adapt to my environment 
and how I can and how and what I can use to that. Uh, you know, I play, Hollywood. Go ahead. I think this is the perfect time for you to chime in on that because you have three kids, and how do you manage three kids, your career, running a podcast, editing the episodes, and still have time for gaming? Because he doesn't have a two-year-old still crapping diapers right now. That's why. I'm just kidding. <laughs> he has great time management, and I do as well. I'm not saying I don't. I have it in the living room. We have the big TV. I mean, I play, you know, I beat UAB 130, 119 <clears> or nothing <throat> with Southern Miss the other day on NCAA 09. I don't mean I can't play it. I just mean I play games that I can pause and do other things. I, I'm not completely in-depth with with anything. Does that make sense? I play every day. You can pause Zelda. That's what I'm saying. It's just like everything else, man. You just play, you know, your whole parenting life is that all, your whole life that you had before kids is now condensed into two hours after everybody goes to bed. Yep. So yep. you get to choose how you want to do it. You either play games sometimes if you need to, or I'm editing a podcast, or I'm doing a podcast. I'm for, I am forsaking the gaming tonight while everybody's asleep to do this <laughs> podcast because what I've chose to do, or I edit or whatever and every once in a while like today i got home you know jacob has done good in school he's done his homework he already knocked it out always happened with his school work every day so he got it knocked out so i came here and i just sat down and played a couple of little rounds of call of duty like you're talking about coastal you can just have you know some of those little quick pickup i can't i'm not gonna sit down and get into an rpg i'm not gonna sit down and get into this massive game which yeah, I was thinking, yeah, we'll get into that in a little bit, what we're going to do in the future. But uh, one of the games that I want to record some playthrough of, I wanted to kind of enjoy it, so I did not crank it up. But I was thinking about it the whole time. But anyway, that's how you do it, man. You just you prioritize what you want to do at, at night once everybody's asleep. And I mean, my, my wife goes to bed at like 8.30, and my kids go to bed at 8.30. So that's just what we've trained I, them to do, I think, 8 or 8.30. I think I've prioritized well. I, I don't know. I don't know how I can be part of a retro podcast if I've never played Sunset Riders in my life. So, you know, <laughs> well, I probably... That was my not, first thought. And I'm, and He's I'm just not now getting into it now. For, I'm not knocking, for, for, for knocking you for being a parent. I'm not knocking you for how you do your parenting because of, I haven't met your kids, but I've seen your kids. I know who your wife is. I know that you're a good parent. I can just tell it. I see it in the way that you talk about your children. People just, you know, other parents know when another parent's a good parent. So I'm not knocking you. I don't want you to take it like that. The whole point that I just had there out of all of that was, is how accessible mobile gaming is and how it can easily draw you away from other gaming (laughs) because it's almost like mobile gaming can be a gateway drug to the bad games because eventually you're going to touch another game. It's not. And are you going to touch one of those bad games and get into it? Because sometimes you can get hooked. It's like a drug. I mean, Clash of Clans is a great example of a game that is the antithesis of a game that we are totally anti against because of the mobile transactions, all of that stuff, everything. I, What's that? I think uh, it's his fall risk. Yeah, I had to go to the doctor fair? today. Anyway, I I, I want to <laughs> say this too. There's, I think there's a, a different sets of mobile gamers. You got the super casual that's never had a console or played online competitively in their life. Are we talking about playing, gamers now? And they're playing, you know, the all these games where it's like you know you're playing Angry Birds and you're playing this. But you, you got to understand, everybody that plays No Limits, everybody that's on my team 
everybody that's in my huge coastal chats that I have on Facebook Messenger, they all they're our age. They're older than me, and they're right under me, and they're my age. They they're playing this game from the perspective that we play these mobile games, and the perspective that I play these mobile games. You know, so that's why people like us can can, uh, you know, uh, do are, are fans of the game because they know what it is and take it with a grain of salt and. Um, I'd say about 20% of everybody plays No Limits is probably truck drivers who are racing at home or have raced or have played games growing up because they can't play. Uh, you know, but I also say this, the, the, the scary part of you saying, um, I'm, I'm saying those are responsible gamers who have been a retro gamer before. But what you're worried about is very true. It is not the developer's fault that we as a society or we as a people, especially the, the generation below us and the one below them, was born into the internet, was born into no attention span. You know what I mean? And, and, and that's I a whole, whole other podcast. So I, I, I agree with you. They're just playing off of what we are as a, as humans. <clears throat> right now, you know, but that's the problem. I know that's, that's the problem. problem but that's, always, I know. That's, you, but you, but you said you can't blame the developers. You absolutely 100% can, because if they're always developing down, AKA going to mobile instead of developing out elsewhere, that creates the issue that we're coming into. Hollywood, you look like you got something to say. No, I just think we're getting off topic, man. I mean, you guys are we're kind of beating it over it again a little bit now, but we're not. So if you start going into the gamers and then playing, we're not, I'm not mad at mobile gamers. Uh, obviously, there's a place for it. I'm just talking about what. How does this take away from the pure cu- culture of pure gaming or gaming culture for the future? How's this going to impact? And that's why I okay. don't like them. Obviously, I don't hate. I, I don't hate games uh, on phones i do play them but you know i don't i don't buy i'm not going to buy the next you know ps5 version of solitaire you know what i'm saying those are good games on I there but it's like uh you see what i'm saying no, I, i've already said my piece I, and yeah, i think you would both have I, valid I get points, your point, and unfortunately none of us have control of what's going to happen or what is happening you know but they're always the, the only thing that's going to really suck coming up if you even take fan versus hater or mobile game out of it is everything's going to have to be online and that's and, and at some point that's just going to happen but i don't <clears> think <throat> there but the infrastructure of the united states is not thinking about gamers when they're thinking about updating and making sure everybody has access to the internet even though at this point in time with careers and jobs and everything that's going on in this world you need to have access to the internet as much as you have access to water you know and um it, it's 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 just not. I mean, you know, we just don't have it in a lot of places. So, um, I do see the I do see the scariness of that because at some point when I do have internet and I have PlayStation fours and and I'm and I have to get a PlayStation five after I saw Spider Man and, and God of War. I cannot not get that. You know, uh, can I play it offline? God, I hope so. <laughs> I'll have to take it somewhere. Yeah, for real. To, to get it, but yeah, I see your point. And uh, I guess we should have said fan versus hater, not mobile players, but but mobile games in the future that this path is set on started by mobile games and what's happening. I get that, but I, I would never knock. You got some terrible, <laughs> you got some terrible games. Yeah, I think that I think it was sufficient a sufficient title. Yeah, well, you know. What I'm <laughs> I, uh, I, no, I get what you're saying. That's what. And so, yeah, now there's a place for all of that. That's just kind of what we do, man. I mean, like I said, nobody's going to win or lose the battle. This is just a make points and just let the people 
just give something something to think about. There's obviously certainly a, pl- a place for both, like Kindle and then the the leather bound books. You know, right? I and mean, you know what's funny well, is if I get you to, well, if I get Marcus, I mean, if I get Hollywood on the right game, like I did when I got him back into battle or into battle royales. Uh, and, and no limits. It's not his bag, baby. It's just not. He has nothing to do. Right? I love racing games. That's different. Uh, you so know, what, one it, point, I, I do have to one hundred percent argue with you, Coastal, because if this wasn't true or our thought, there would be no reason for us to do this podcast. And that's the thing of that we have no control over it. The way that we have control is trying to influence and trying to get the word out. We're spreading the word of trying to keep gaming pure. If you're saying that we have no control over it whatsoever. I mean, that that to me is almost a blow saying, what, why are we doing the podcast at that point? Because the whole point of this is to get our message out there to the people. Get it out there to the masses. Keep gaming pure. So I think that we can make that change. We can influence the way that gaming are you about we to, feel like should go. Are you about to sing Man in the Mirror? What are we doing here? You're getting real emotional. <laughs> no, I'm just pointing out and just just pointing out the I fact. So you cite me a poem, easy. We 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 cannot <laughs> think of the whole thought of we can't change anything. Okay. That we just have to accept it how it is. Because I'm sorry, I'm not going to accept it like that. I don't always play games that are online only. So, I try my best to play games that aren't. So if if the developers force it on you, say you have to you have to play it or. or Nothing else. You're just going to say, I was We're playing it. Then quit playing it. Quit playing it. If you have enough people to quit playing it, then they fix it. It's been proven already in uh, in several other games. You quit doing certain things, they change. Because if they're not making money and they lose money, they're going to change to make money. Because at the end of the day, the whole point of mobile games is to make money. Period. Yeah, you can get to a mobile game and play one and get very far in it without spending much money. That doesn't care about money. But they they're going to care, about, care about that money because that so, money is what is at the bo- is their bottom line. Yeah, it's business. I will it's say business. this too: you get me in a right game. I did play Underworld Empire for a while, and I did like that. I was like hooked on it, right? I kept just doing it, and I ended up spending like thousands of dollars <laughs> on this freaking game. <laughs> so like several hundred. I had to spend at least fifteen hundred dollars I mean, on it. I'm not gonna and, lie, uh, I did. and I fell into game. that trap, and then I did, all I'm doing is facing other people that spend a bunch of money. So I mean, I'm not gonna go spend. There's a guy on Clash of Clans that spent ten thousand dollars a day. That was mm-hmm. a whole news story back in the day, and even his clan mates were mad at him for doing that. But um, so I've, I, I've fallen into that trap before. So I mean, I'm not just sitting here talking like, oh, Hollywood Cole's never played a game. But I, like I said, I know that there's some games that I would really, I would probably get into. But at the end of the day, I'm also looking at a little five inch screen or whatever and i just can't you know and i can't control it good because we're not talking about accessories for your phone i know there's controllers for it but it's not the same experience and that's just the same experience as sitting down and uh turning on a game and really just you know it's just the outside world off it seems like it's a little bit of a distraction from the outside world more so when i'm on the phone versus i can zone into this game now but um they certainly do have their place coast on what you're saying and so I'm, I'm glad that we have them, believe it or not. But I just wish the practices were a little bit, I mean, like they're all doing like no limit. Uh, they all wish they would all kind of like, hey, we're going to go in there and take pride in our game that we're going to make and not just try to cash grab like 95% maybe, of all mobile games maybe, are. Maybe I'm such yep. a fan of, of, of no limit and, and, and uh, you know, even the Call of Duty. No, I'll, let me take that out. 
no limit specifically. Zach Zach has uh, built this company. Um, he started with Off Road Outlaws, and there was a Pro Series and a No Limits one. But my gosh, they are literally in like in Messenger. Like you could just talk to them. like they're they listen yeah. to everything that we say. Um, you know, and they're not all like that. And I, I see y'all's points, but there's good too. You can be like a lukewarm hater, you know? I mean, there's some good stuff out there, too. But um, And, and I see your points about Keep Gaming Pure. I thought it was a, a great conversation to have just because mobile gaming means so much to me at this point in my life. This is a chapter in my life where I don't have much access to, to anything besides coming to town to go to work and, and get on my laptop. And it, it's out of necessity that I, I grew a relationship with a lot of people in mobile gaming. I'm not, I mean, Ooh. I'm not knocking that because I've got, I made a lot of great friends with the Marvel Strike Force. They're awesome people, amazing people. Helped me through some, you know, rough times myself too, as well. But I do, uh, since, since Hollywood did bring up the fact that he has spent a nice little penny on a mobile game, and I know that I've spent a nice little penny on a mobile game. Can you also say that you've spent a nice little penny on a mobile game, specifically Burnout or the uh, No Limit 2? I've won money. On games, I've won T-shirts. Yeah, seriously, have you spent any money? I've on I've won that, T-shirts. That game? I've made all my money back through gift cards and and. You, no, no, that's not. But the you question. spent money on have it, though, spent, right? Have you spent money on on No Limits? I spent three dollars and ninety nine cents, and that was it. I bought a car. That is absolutely one hundred percent all you spent, <coughs> not counting what you've gotten back. Call of Duty, I spent zero dollars. Uh, Door Slammers, I spent probably 60 bucks on that's about it i i just hadn't went past that. i wonder how many focus groups or whatever like alcoholic anonymous for cell phone game spendings there are oh my gosh i'm telling like, you it's bad. gotta be you uh, know what i'm saying it's really it's really the Fortnite people i'm sure i gotta plug all right any mini microtransaction in. not just cell so, phone so i have to i do have to say this coastal must be like an extreme exception to the mobile gaming world, I must be. if all he's dropping so far is a total let, of about let me say ninety this. bucks. Let me say this on his well, mobile games. Hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me say this. Uh, my teammate Matt, shout out Matt TNF. Um, he has spent a lot of money on cars, um, because you can buy real racers, and and have part of their proceeds go to uh, the people on Discovery Channel. They get. They get part of the money. You buy a car, you can buy Murder Nova or Big Chief from or or uh, Daddy Dave or Jeff Lutz. You can buy the car for nine ninety nine. You get the actual car, and um, he's bought a lot of them. And um, or you don't have to. You just don't have to. But yes, everybody in my group besides me, they've spent a lot more than I have. I'm very frugal. Uh, when it comes to, uh, to to mobile games because, uh, you know, I just I don't see a need to pay for it off. I don't have to. I have spent, you know, $3.99. I may have, okay, maybe twice. I've spent it twice, so 7 bucks, $8. That's all I spent on No Limits. I bought two cars, two yeah. cheap cars. I only spent it on Underworld Empire, man. I never spent any money on another no- mobile game after that. <laughs> um, but you know, because I learned. But I mean, no, that game that I do that, that no limit racing. You could you just be like four dollars, and you 
you essentially that's essentially paying them for the game and you can get uh i didn't think that i remember that four dollars that wasn't like a microtransaction or something that was no, something that helps some, you basically yeah, unlock so more got, stuff for the game you've got um you don't here here's the cool thing about no limits with door slammers with door slammers you have to either earn you can completely go without that go through that game without spending a, a cent but you have to have gold to buy power adders for your car turbos pro charger twin turbos you can't uh, on no limits here's the cool part you don't need no gold you can buy it with what money you earn from racing other people or racing in career mode or test and tune for every pass you make is $400. And a car is only $150,000. You got a car that's perfectly dynoed. Now, it's not tuned, but the air and fuel are tuned. You don't have to mess with the sliders because that's where you spend gold on dyno roads. I know that, that y'all have no idea what I'm talking about. All I'm saying is, Paul and no no and, and Zach, no limits too. You literally don't have to spend a cent. Obviously they want you to to support the business. Mm-hmm. That's why they put limited edition cars in. Right. Uh and then obviously the real racers that they make partnerships with. Obviously they need money. And a, a lot of people and, and they also have a membership. You don't have to be a part of it. The only thing that you can pay four ninety nine a month to play the game, or you don't have to. Four ninety nine, you're a member, you get you just get like double money on in career mode. You know, you just make more money. It's just parks and you get see, gold. So you don't have to do see, it. See, so so I, I just want to say this again. Coastal, you're the extreme exception and you have great control. And I definitely give you applause for that. Most people don't. You, you make a point of even though no limit doesn't, you don't have to. You've got all of those things that you just talked about that well, are there for you to spend money on. The, and people do it left yeah. and right because they have no control. People, and that's who are targeted by these mobile games and where microtransactions come into play. Hollywood, you got masked by those microtransactions because those are all microtransactions in there. The things that give you the extra golds and microtransaction, the thing that you pay the four ninety nine for to get the extra step up when you join, that's a microtransaction. It's just clean it's just masked in a nice way. And they've done it in a nice package. And I'm not knocking No Limit 2 because it sounds like they actually have a good formula for a mobile game. Mm. But it's still there. It's just you didn't fall into the trap this time. And that's good. Well, there is a gray area here. And what about gray area? And I don't want to get off into another debate here. But the gray area, you know, if you download a game for free, you like it. And then you, you know, then you pay $4 to get the rest of the game, essentially. Uh, so is that still a microtransaction? Obviously, it's a transaction and it's some minimal money. Let, but is it okay for a developer? This is the big thing to say. Hey, you can try the game out, and if you like it, then just pay us for it. If you don't, don't like it, don't pay us. I, I don't think that's, that's kind of what that is on no limit because you're, you're paying for the game. But if you can play the game without paying anything, <clears throat> but yet they offer you bonuses for paying, right? That's a microtransaction there, at that point because no, you're making a transaction to get a bonus, right. and that you're getting that that microtransaction that piece right. that goes with the game. The, the because you can play the game without it. The, the, yeah, but gotcha. if you pay for it, you get that little bit of extra. That's the microtransaction. But but there's some games that you have to 
pay or you got to wait a day. Oh, there's definitely. Yeah, Clash know, of Clans is a prime yeah. example. So, you have to pay to so, get good so at that game. That you really cannot get good at that without paying for it. A microtransaction, I guess, like Marcus hit it. I mean, Hollywood hit it nail on the head. I mean, is a chronic, like a gray area because, you know, my teammates on TNF and in, in the No Limits community, these guys, just like people pay streamers, they if they don't have time or they just want the car now and they have disposable income, go for it. That's what they're doing because it entertains them. And that's what they want to spend their money on. Um, but but you got to look at it this way: it's a microtransaction. If you can play the game and get th- get things and get where you want to get without having to pay for it, the minute you pay for it I to get, get it ahead of time becomes a microtransaction in mobile gaming. That's the definition of my. Well, of, then of no, that then no limits is a is a unicorn because you don't need nothing from them to play this game at all to move up. You don't, game. but but no. it, it doesn't mean that it doesn't have microtransactions. It's got them all over the place because you're buying cars. You just <coughs> said that they, people have spent tons of money on this. If they can play, it's got it microtransactions, money. but I'm just talking about the four ninety nine. But let's not get too deep into the microtransaction stuff. That's a whole we've. That's a oh, whole other uh, debate. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry for uh, going that route, but that was just my Coastal, point. Check this that. out. When was the last? What was the last podcast you did with us? Do you remember? Oh god! Even oh ramblings or anything? I don't know. What was it? It was Warzone Cheats. You know how long ago that was? Warzone Cheats. Yeah, we talked about the cheats in Warzone. So Coastal joins Hollywood and Clear and talks about Warzone mods and cheats. Also, how to scuff, how to scuff yeah. controllers, high resolution TVs, and how high, oh. high dollar headsets fit in. Oh, oh my gosh! Well, you know what? You know what dude. else is did, okay? I want to. Well, hold on. That you know how long, how old that is, dude. You hadn't been on it over a year, man. Over a year. I want to tell Sanders a year something. and a, I want to. That's I crazy, man. That's why you're calling us by Sanders and Marcus. I'm sorry, you, you cut it out. Year. It's like we're talking on the phone. But I'm glad you relaxed. I'm glad you're having fun with us, man. I'm, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I wanted to send him a beer because he got rowdy there for a while. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I was getting rowdy, but I, I want. I, I'm defending no limits because it's such a. That's a, good. A great game. I, I, I did want to say not this. I'm knocking it. I'm just. No, I just want to make the valid points to it. Clear was knocking no. it. I saw he's well, knocking. I can see he's the, really mad about the, it. The point. No, look, I honestly might try because I do like racing games, and I haven't played one in a while. I might honestly get on and try it. You're gonna need my help because it's it's terrible by yourself if you don't know what you're doing. You're gonna you're gonna feel like a failure and quit because you got to <laughs> have the people. But uh, let me tell you how big of trolls they also are at No Limits. Here's the here's the deal. Hackers are were tough and. No limits. When it first came out, it was they had like a, you know, the highest you can go is stage four on all your power adders, your supercharger, your pro charger, your turbos, your nitrous. These guys were putting stage thirty kits and tires that went across the whole screen, and all these hacks these people were putting in, not only on the money side, but on the actual performance of the game. So what did No Limits do? If you went if 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 they caught you cheating, they will let you play the game. If they if they have parameters set in the races, they'll let you play the game. But you'll never win another game in your life, in career or or online. <laughs> if you have a HK on the top of your screen that says hacker for life. You will never win a game. You can play all you want, but you'll Let's lose say, every time. Also, what they did was I love it. They own the biggest page. Their page, no limits, has probably got a hundred something thousand people on it or more. Another thing they added to the game after the last update was they have so many people coming on the page asking, how come I lost this bracket race? Which is a, is a, a funny topic whenever we talk about No Limits, More, and Death, but they they added a why did I lose button. 
for people so they know why they <laughs> lost because so, uh, we, so, so they're 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 I, like i said that may be a unicorn game because they listen to this community they're so involved with the, we might have to do a review of it. Yeah, we're going yeah, we to have to do a review we of might, it. We might have to review it. The only thing I am afraid of, afraid of it at that point, is you know, with the fact of saying that if you're a hacker and you'll never win another race in your life, what's to stop a person from making a hacking profile, making a normal profile, and just stacking it? Because then you're just stacking well, it you're, and just you can build you gotta, up another you might as well car. Go legit. Crazy. You might as well go. Well, They're lazy, man. Hackers are lazy. They ain't gonna do all that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. A hacker, a hacker would create. I already know people that have done it that have created the, the, done the it bogus That's profile how they do it on w- and to bounce off all their the normal profile off of it to get their normal profile jacked up super fast. So I mean, that's the only bad thing to it. Why don't they throw out the true band hammer like other games and just actually just cut just make another profile and, and t- take them out because then. <clears throat> You don't have the hackers in there you know, creating you know what or we having do? the possibility of stacking. Well, another thing for a while, which uh, I don't think he's on there anymore because due to some unseen circumstances, but I had uh, beta testers and admin from the game and developers on all. They're on my page. They're admin on my page and the other pages. So anytime one of the pages where somebody posts a cheat hack or a hack time, we send the name out and they ban them from the game and from every, they're, they're blocked from every page associated with no limits and they're banned from the game so it's a very uh tight-knit community to take care of that to make it as pure as a mobile game can get i like it i like the developers we need to get them on here man and talk about this i'll tell you what that's i think i think that's a good place to wrap it up and we'll leave it with coastal as as pure as a mobile game can be so um guys do we have any parting words from y'all um hollywood i'll throw it up to you let you have well i'll tell you what let's throw it to coastal since he's our guest let's have him let him have the first run at parting words what you got for us tonight coastal i love the mobile games i love the console games i love the retro games i'm just a gamer i have mad respect for them all also see the future and where it's going and i appreciate the point of view that hollywood cole is coming from um I don't have much more to say than that. I, uh, I I agree with a lot of the points. So it was a great uh, podcast. It was, um, I think we brought us good points. And I think y'all shown me the light of some things that y'all are concerned about. And I think I've shown you the light of some very positive points I have for mobile gaming. Hollywood, what you got for potting words tonight? Coastal, I learned a lot, of, a lot of things from you as well, my friend. You know what I really learned is... I don't like you and, being a baby face and your mustache is missing. That's what I learned. I know. I see this glowing. Like this light is blinging on my face because my light out's in my office and I see it blinging. I also, and it looks I also really want to say, we don't, like, yeah, you got a pretty shiny face. I can't face stand to not having that. We don't, we don't really talk about this. Both of y'all got beards. Yeah. I, I was going to say, we don't talk about this much, but for, for you, those of you who don't know, I know Clearfire. You know, likes to start a pot and raise a lot of controversy on this podcast, but he has a sexy beard going on. I just want to let y'all know that. <laughs> Thank you very much. I mean, I, I'm kind of a little jealous over your big, you know, big woolly beard. I, I just recently trimmed mine down, so it's not as you know, woolly, more a little cleaned up. But that's what they say, man. You 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 sandwich good compliment, then you blast on fan versus hater, <laughs> then you sandwich it again with a close it out it with up. a good comment. That's how you do it. So, that's how we keep the love. That's how you do it. That's the it, gentleman's I, way. The, but but I'm sorry, I do have to end it on a little hit. I, I'm having a hard time complimenting somebody wearing a, uh, wearing a Yankees cap. 
I, I'm sorry. That's that's hard, man. That's a hard press right there for me. It uh, it was well, it, it was uh, I, my my Fred Durst Red Cap edition was in at the dry cleaners. I couldn't wear it yet. So uh, have you seen oh, Fred Durst lately, you know, dude? Do you know I had one? Oh my gosh, he looks <laughs> terrible, dude. I had. Have you seen him? He's got long gray oh, hair. His TikToks he's hilarious. Like an old man. He's just as an old man character the whole time, which is him. Yeah, he's That's done that. He's he's doing that on purpose. He, well, he did a concert like oh, that. Oh, I know. He, he had like a bucket like hat looking. on and some khakis. <laughs> no. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it looked terrible. A members out, like only jacket. Like a you had a members, members only, only jacket. Yeah. Oh, so everybody gosh. out there, all of our listeners, if you've not gone to a Limp Biscuit concert in your life, you have to go to a Limp Biscuit concert. It's amazing. It's awesome. They are like crazy, strange characters on the stage the entire yeah. time. Uh, Fred Durst. The only is like problem that. is the songs suck. Hey, <laughs> hey uh, it's oh, terrible. It's fun Next week's podcast: around, so. fan versus hater. Limp Biscuit, Limp fan versus hater. Chocolate so, starfish in the hot dog flavored water album. Let's go. Oh gosh, he even hated album. that album. He hated that album. Dude, he said it sucks, and it it did. Just the name of the title can tell you. But anyway, look, look here, Coastal. I appreciate you being on, man, and I appreciate you throwing up those points for mobiles. I know there's a place, and and really the main thing that I appreciate from you is turning me on to this game, this racing game, and just shedding light on that there are some good developers out there that do care about the fans. They do care about their game that they're producing. It has their name on it, and that's what we want to celebrate. So let's try to do – when we'll do a review of that. I don't know when we'll do it, but I want you to really expand on that and just shed some light on these developers and maybe even have them on the show. I don't know. but I'll reach uh, out. I want to give props where it's props or do. I'll reach out to them. Definitely. They can answer a lot more. I really think they're one of the unicorns in the mobile game community. But I hopefully will do it after October because I really hope y'all do some some sweet theme podcasts coming up. And I and I and I hope oh, one of I, I hope one you. of them is Silent Hill. This is just me requesting this. <laughs> uh, but anyway. I'll well, be honest, I'm that sad pre- that I have not played Silent Hill, man. I, I can't believe it. I've so, played it, but I hadn't really got into it. You know, not, so, not because it wasn't good, just because I didn't have the time and all that. But So, Crystal, since you bring that up, I think this is a good time to mention one of the reasons why we have the specific sponsor tonight, the Horror talk, uh, the horror Podcast. Sorry, I'm just butchering <laughs> that name. Horror Movie Talk. A Horror Movie Talk. So the reason why we have Horror Movie Talk as a sponsor tonight is because our plan for all of October is to do reviews of horror I'm games. I'm excited. It's I'm excited. It's going to be fun. That's be great. ready, guys. We're going to try to do several Let me games ask you a to question. review that. So please tune in for our all-month-long Halloween-themed horror video game reviews. God, I hope y'all do. I hope you do more than y'all y'all usually do in a month. I really do. Let me help because no, we're gonna do about we're gonna do a lot. But I tell you this. So here's what we're gonna do. Probably do Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, you got to may do for Nightmare on the You got to do that one. I mean, that's an old school retro. Go back to old school. But <clears throat> we're gonna do Resident Evil. I'm gonna try to get Coach. Oh, we yeah. got to get Coach on for Resident Evil. Yeah, he's and a Resident then, part, uh, <clears throat> fanatic. Looking at Silent Hill because I'm gonna have to just do some research on it and all that, and maybe I can get get a game copy. I think. Hold but on. I do want to do. I think we Doc and Huff and his brother. One of them played it a lot, and I, it may be. It may not be Weed Doc, uh, but I'm pretty I'll, sure Swing I'll and Thunder out. played all of he. Swing and Thunder has played all the old school Resident Evils. Were, were memories are of me watching him a long time ago. If you can't get Coach, yeah. but that's Silent Hill. I hope you find somebody that's played it in depth because well, I'll find somebody that reach out to that 
And then we want to do Castlevania. So we've started a new thing here with British. If you hadn't heard it, it's the first time. Adventure Gamer. She's an adventure gamer, modern gamer. First time she's ever played Link to the Past. We got that on tape. We got it on a podcast. It's pretty cool to hear uh, modern perspective. We're going to do it again with Symphony of the Night because Coastal has never played it and just finished it and loved it. And we're going to get his impressions of that one. Yeah, man. That was (laughs) uh, That'll be a fun one. That's going to be good. But here's another one I want to do that it's going to be different. Castlevania Lord of Shadows. That was on 360, and I got that cranked up, put it on my Xbox Series S. S. I, I, clear, I don't know why I say Series S every time. Series you say X. Series S all the time. Series Because I think, I think Series starts with an S is why I yeah. say it. But anyway, I, I downloaded it. I'm going to get some gameplay footage of it. I love that one, too. But I didn't go through and play it. It's not a Symphony of the Night, but it is still... I like I'm interested here what other people thought of that one but we might cover that one as well all right clear you got anything to say you got any uh, closing thoughts about this my thing is is just thank you both for having a positive outlook on this and not getting too hostile and i know that i probably jumped more on the anti-mobile gaming side than the mobile gaming side but you know I got my well, my points either way, so you know I think it was a good one. I do apologize for us rambling in in our spots oh, there, so we rambled a lot. But I do want to say thank you to Coastal for joining us again, even though it's been well over a year since you've been on a podcast. It, it, it I guess you finally got up the cojones <laughs> to jump on one with us again and actually battle wits with our trusty Hollywood here. I um, so, but that's my parting words for us, guys. I, I, we've had, I think, I, I think we've had had fun tonight. You know what I'm, you know what I'm excited about. The future is 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 of being a guest on the, the podcast is the um, there's just now that I've had to go back in time, all the retro games I've been playing, I can help talk about better now, and all of the Star Wars and Marvel that I've caught up on. <laughs> Oh man, I can't wait for all the rest of the for now. me and me and Clear. It's gonna be some good podcast, baby. I can't wait. So, oh, he said so, he's he said he's an expert at Tony Hawk too. So oh, tune, really? so tune in. So the, he so did. the next time so he said the next he's an expert. Time, he loved it. He said he loves the game. He's an expert. So he our say next he's an expert. episode he that we'll have uh coastal on it he's will be episode two hundred and ninety three. But I got control of the silence button. I promise you. <laughs> I have plenty of room to have enough practice oh, to funny. wear them out on some of these games. Oh, listen, that's awesome. I wish we could do a live competition. <laughs> oh, he'd probably murder me now because I know I don't have the coordination like I used to. It'll come back. I got him sweating on that Guitar Hero one day, though, boy. He was sweating, cool. scared on that Guitar Hero. <laughs> I won't I touch him. him on I beat him, too. To remember Hero. that, Coastal? I don't remember that at all. Oh, well, I know. I block it out, not, too. Not many have. Only you and some <laughs> no. of my brothers have. I don't know if uh, Rev has ever. I don't know if he ever played with it. I think he has. I don't yeah. remember. But those That's, were fond, be fond memories here. for sure. Uh, All right. But anyway. We're going to cut it right here, guys. Good night. Take care. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs>